Oh, I'm I'm Karen. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> welcome to another edition, ladies and gentlemen, of uh, Not the Experts College Football Pod. Uh, I'm joined by my esteemed colleague, Titus Majors. Titus, Hello. how are you doing? I'm good, bro. How you feeling? Dude, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. I'm nervous, but this. I'm good. Yeah. We got this good and scheduled. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It was a process, but we got it done. Yeah, getting it done. Um, yes, which kind of us getting it done. Uh, speaking of that, there's no Chris here, but I might. <clears throat> there's more to come with Chris, uh, mm. but he just got a new job. So, oh, uh, congrats! Yeah, shout out to Chris. Congrats. Um, I need to call him tomorrow and give him a congratulations. I've been a bad friend. Uh, <laughs> I think I saw this on social media like three days ago and yeah, to reach out to him. Um, but yeah, go me. <laughs> yeah, go. I feel like it's one of those things where like when you see on social media, cause you're moving so much when you're on social media, it's like you plan, okay, yeah, I got to hit him up about that later. But then you just don't and a week passes oh, yeah. by and it's like, oh, I missed the window. And you feel yeah, awkward if you text him too late. It's super weird on social media. I have a lot of good intentions, bro. Right. I'll just say that. <laughs> I promise you. I will be the same way. I'm like, dang, I should hit I should respond to this. Oh, it's been like a week. I made like four Reddit posts in the past month and I'm like, oh yeah, I'm gonna give people an update on this. Like when I got my car, I was posting about asking questions like what should I look for and stuff like that. And I got some good replies and everything. And I never updated anybody, still know if I got a car or not. Dang. Just a car fish. <laughs> <laughs> so I gotta do that. I gotta I'll be trying to do better about that. I've had the car like three weeks and no one has an update. Oh, wow. Yeah, Dude. I know. I'm terrible. I'm terrible. You're just, uh, you're here for the suspense. You're a suspense artist. That's what you Right. Said. That's exactly what I do, right? I just scare, <laughs> I just see people, I just see people like, they're like, oh, I wonder how that guy's doing. Yeah. I read that one day that I commented yeah. for. You're the Did weekend of Reddit, bro. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fact. That's a great you just haven't gone mainstream yet. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I used to do that on Facebook with those like those like posts, those like ask me anything posts where you like Oh yeah, yeah. You and you just never answer the questions. You just never answer your questions. Like wow, I was really it's like I was really into this for about five minutes and then I was like, all right, I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so terrible. <It's> so terrible. <laughs> Dang. Well, um, I guess we're gonna talk about the playoff. What just happened. Playoffs. Yeah. Um, play, playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about playoffs, uh, which were which was yesterday, Saturday. Um, I guess we'll start with Clemson, Ohio State, and everything that came with it—the off the field and the on the field drama. Um, do you want to start with the, the coaches' battle, the off the field drama first? Yeah, we can start there. We can start there. Um, that's that's kind of what made this game better, right? Yes, and I'm here like, for it. I was it made here it so much better. It, it really um, did. I I was actually on the edge of my seat. I was literally on the edge of my seat, uh, <laughs> waiting for the game. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna let I want you to kick it off with the uh with the person that kicked off the whole uh bit, which was Dabo Sweeney. Listen, and since Dabo I know Sweeney, he's your guy, Dabo, yeah, Dabo's Sweeney, your guy. aka um. I, want, I think I'm Jimmy Johnson with a sprinkle of holy water um, came through <laughs> with his with his hot. I don't know, guys. I just think you play six games. You just shouldn't be. You can't be that high. He brought this paperwork for his coach's poll vote. All that good stuff just played into the narrative. 
explaining all the narratives that SEC fans, type of narratives SEC fans live for, by the way, <laughs> that they embrace. So Dabo was in good grace of the whole South. Just to go out there, you know, get on the field. And he kept doubling down on it all week. And mm-hmm. then he got there, like, you know, doing his, you know, it's just Clemson, little Clemson Tiger football. Not little Clemson anymore. You've been like five championships, relax. Um, <laughs> goes out there and gets almost a 50-burger put on him. And this is what made it funny to me, Levi. In the post game, he was talking about all the good things, you know, because like, dude, all the good things happened at Clemson. Yeah, you know, this man tried to bring up that you know, the most guys with 3.0 this year. Like, bro, nobody about that 3.0 right now. <laughs> no one cares about that, bro. No one gives no one gives a single crap about that that 3.0 right now. Talk about this L. That's what we want to talk about. Don't come up here talking about all these positives, these grades. Like anybody's what anybody's here for. You know, we don't care about that. Wait, he said this in the post game. Yes. No, yes. I promise you he did. <laughs> okay, I mean, I'll, I'll be fair with this. I'm pretty sure I've heard. I know he's brought it up in press conferences. I don't know if post came press conferences, but it's something Nick Saban likes to gloat. But you don't do that after taking an L. I've never heard the no. goat say that. I, I've never That's heard right. one. Uh, you know decent college football coach bring up GPO nah, GPAs after an L. Not the time. You bring a GPA yeah. at like the end of the year, like when they ask you like what will you reflect on this season? My man's brought that up in his opening statement. Like yo, <laughs> yo, Dabo was literally arms deep in that bag of uh you know <laughs> of go-tos that he has. Yes, he had it, everything. It, pulled out the 3.0. He's like, oh that's all I got left. <laughs> find anything any and everything yo yeah <laughs> what's funny is he was he wouldn't um now i'm not like one that's big on bulletin board material but yeah yeah i do think you did add an extra element of, of season into a team that kind of dominated you last year they said to me turnovers to beat you yeah you had a little a little saison on that with your mm-hmm. comments because he's trying to say it didn't have any effect but it definitely i think it did have an effect because i'll say i already wanted to beat y'all for last year for one a yeah. lot of those guys were returning. And two, now you're calling them an 11 seed. It's like, bet. All right, cool. Now we're going to – we're really going we really gonna to be here for it. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. I do have to say, Levi, I think you were more right about Clemson than I was. Yeah. Um, Except for the Notre Dame situation. But in the overall context of Clemson, you were more, you were more right about them than I was. I think my, my – I was just convinced they were better than Notre Dame, which any good team is better than Notre Dame, as we see. Um, any elite level team is better than Notre Dame. But yeah. I do think you were more right about the fact that Clemson just really wasn't there like that this year. Thank, so. Well, um, I really do appreciate that. Um, mm-hmm. And you pretty much said something that I now don't have to say because um, I did want to bring that up. <laughs> but I was only – I really was gonna, only going to bring it up if we were going to talk about uh, – if I, if I was choosing last week who was going to win this game, um, yeah. I probably would have said – Clemson um right right. and I don't know why even though I really was torn on it it would just be you know I would have just been a flip of the coin but I probably would have went with Clemson um but uh already had you know the backpedaling ready of uh (laughs) you know if they lose oh I'm still gonna be right because they're gonna get exposed in the areas of uh you know where I think they're they that they've been weakened and why I thought they would uh lose to Notre Dame or why I just thought think that you know they haven't been Clemson this year um yeah 
So thank you for that. And two, I want to touch on what you brought up about the bulletin board material, of course. Uh, that's where me and you are different. Um, I'm a big believer in bulletin board in material. Bulletin board, yeah. Yeah. Uh, also, it's all got to be in the right context and whose hands it is in. It can't just be on mm. anybody's bulletin board, uh, you know, and it can't just be hung on a bulletin board. There's <laughs> a lot of outside things that go around it, you know, like yeah. TVs yeah. and all that stuff that uh, right, you got to right. have. But uh, <laughs> and more narratives to throw in there as well, which is why Dabo Sweeney so good at it. He's so good. of, uh, I mean, he's kind of like uh, you called him sort of uh well i don't know if you called him jesus you just you know referred to the holy water sprinkling but uh yes, yes. you could say um he's trying you know, to be the you with a sprinkle of holy water yeah yeah he's trying to have the swag of the you with a sprinkle of holy water well i mean i would upgrade him a little bit to where i think he turns mm-hmm. like jesus turned water into wine he just turns mm-hmm. you know any uh press conference quote into uh bulletin board material you know it turns something into something else yeah there is a fact yeah i will say this if Dabo did somehow take that bound job which would be a terrible idea for him because he got mad at some of the fans we get mad at a single loss that one time Mm -hmm. and lord knows what Alabama fans do to him they threw they thrown bricks through windows before about losses um yes I do like I do think that he wouldn't have the Auburn robbery up to a T because he would say so much nonsense about them, just shady comments. And yeah, be lit. if you <laughs> he think so much shade at Auburn, if you think Dabo Sweeney is annoying now, and if you think the University of Alabama football program is annoying now, along with their fans, if you think Nick Saban's annoying, imagine Dabo Sweeney in that position right now that would be times 10 everything i mean i would probably uh turn on alabama uh it's, it would it's annoy legitimately, me he's legitimately like bizarro saving yes like saving's not gonna give you anything about anything yeah. ever and dabbo's out here just calling teams 11 seeds yeah publicly and, and bringing his papers yes no, okay <laughs> so uh along with that um once again let's go to a week ago, if we were recording a show and we were talking about the, you know, the Stabo Sweeney yes. uh, move, I would have named him my expert of the week, uh, mm. a- along with the wait to see of, you know, let's see how this unfolds. And of course, this week he would be not the expert of the week, but right. I would view- I viewed him as the expert of the week just because I appreciated the trolling so much. Um I, I really liked it. And I think he was out yeah. there just a troll and I, I loved it. And two, I slightly agree with it because even though I, I do fully understand why, and I was pretty much saying they're going to get in and I understand like why they are one of the best teams, definitely top four team. Right. But uh, again, I mean, it does kind of irk me a little bit just because I think that does come with an advantage. So uh I'm sorry, uh, my face changed, but apparently Jalen Hurts is on the sideline and Nate Subfield's in the game tonight. No. <laughs> Everybody's getting to play. Every yeah. quarterback's getting to play, except Carson, who's a healthy scratch. Yeah. <laughs> I love the Eagles. I love everything about Philadelphia. I, was, I just saw that real quick and had to just interject that. I'm <laughs> um, sorry. You're good. But, yeah, um, I think with Dabo this year, I feel like more than any other year, Dabo's – this like first year, Dabo's faced, like, a lot of backlash for a lot of different things, right? Yeah, um, a lot of it we discussed on the show. Some we discussed on here, but like, this kind of felt like one of those. I don't feel like he had the team to be talking so much this year. Yeah, 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> like, it looks like he didn't have the squad for it because he had the Florida State situation, which to me is just, I still don't understand why he did that. That was so weird. Mm-hmm. Like The way he handled the Florida State thing was just corny yeah. to me. So I feel like this is kind of the buildup. Like, all right, Dabo, you putting, you cashing a lot of checks. You're writing a lot of checks, Dabo. <laughs> you got checks and spread out. I think, uh, I don't know. I think it's kind of like the, we let him get away with it, which was fine. I mean, because, right. uh, I mean, at the beginning, right. Uh, I don't hate Dabo, and I mean, no, no, I don't, yeah, yeah, and I think he's like genuinely, I think he's a good dude, and I, I do appreciate no, I the think energy. Has, I think, yeah, I think Dabo has good intention in a lot of his stuff, it just comes off as very annoying to a certain point, yeah, it's exactly. Like so, line. Yeah. yeah, and so, um, he's not the under the thing is, he's just not the underdog anymore, and so I think a lot right. of people he doesn't know how to punching that. down, and he doesn't, yeah, because right. all his life, like we've had this conversation before, uh, you know, yeah. he has been the underdog, and so right. forever right. he will be the Baker Mayfield, you know, um, yes, of college coaches. Oh, that's I a guess. great comparison, yeah, that's <laughs> a great I the just Baker Mayfield of right coaches. <laughs> I like that a lot, that's that's fantastic. I yeah. really like that. The Mayfield Baker Mayfield of coaches, that's so perfect, Man, that is so now, perfect. I would love to. Now I would love to see a Dabo Sweeney head coach, uh, Baker Mayfield like quarterback team. I mean, yeah. I'm here oh for my, that. Oh, good I'm Lord. here Can for the post press conferences. Can you imagine that? <laughs> like every game, like guys, you were you were five point favorite today. Nobody believes in us. No one. You were five point. Fa- no one trusted us. You know, you can't look at those odds and think people believe in us. Bro. You know. Whatever city they are in, I'm telling you, man, even though journalism is a dying medium, uh, the journalism business will be booming in that city. Like, I, they will be be, be, <laughs> I would love to be a beat reporter. I would love to be a beat, a beat writer. Me too. I promise you. I promise you. It'd be so great. Like, and, you know, <laughs> and you know they would just fill that team with other characters like them, too, yes. like, who all play yes, the yes, underdog yes. role. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's not going to be like a superstar on there. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Like no Odell Beckham can be there. It's, he he believes himself too much. No, no. He trusts, he's, yeah. he's too he's too he's too just naturally good. Exactly. It's gotta be. <laughs> it's gotta be a bunch of Renfro types. Like just. That's exactly what it would have to be. Yeah. I bet Bill Belichick this and this is after Bill Belichick's retired, but he comes back yes. as like you know he's the what you know how they say there's a secret you know guy in the Patriots organization that's running right, right, right. yeah Bill would be the secret guy running that organization <laughs> the underdog organization yeah I would oh lord I can't imagine that dude I would no, that, that's so way great. too good to be true <laughs> it is it is maybe 10 and 0 would be like nobody believed in us you're 10 yeah. and oh <laughs> nobody I thought we could do this they take one loss we hate people to watch the mouths you know the hate I'm sure the hate is going to come out now <laughs> Bruh, it's one game. Relax. Titus, um, there's a reason why people like me and you um aren't filthy rich. That's because uh if we had the money, I know I would. One of my dreams is would to be if I had that money, I would be an owner of a uh you know professional sports franchise. Um that'd be the ultimate dream in my opinion. But um (laughs) I feel like we would put the money together and we would actually make something like that happen. We would actually make our oh, own, we would spend, you know, our expansion yeah. league team and we yes. would spend the money to get Dabo. We spend too much bread on that. Yes. Yeah. And we Just would not years. care. We would not care if uh, we won or lost. That would definitely be, we right. would be one of those teams right. who don't care if we win or lose. I promise you. It'd be a weird thing. Like our fan base had been on the joke. And we'd have to, we'd have to be like a lick. We, we have to be a lick for the players. Like, players have to yeah. be seen as like the money franchises go to. Like, well, they'll spend the bread. Might as well go over there. But, like, yeah. we just chilling the whole time. 
I think we, we like, would we'd be like the Dan Lebatard show of, of owning a franchise. Yeah, we would. But um, <laughs> and I think we would be one of the most popular teams ever oh, for, um, sure. for maybe like the first five years. But then we would get oh, they'd be annoying. Yeah, yeah, they'd be, yeah, yeah. They'd be We'd have to sell very fast. Yeah. Um, but then if, when you, I mean, by the time that happens, when you sell, the value goes up. So we we cash out. That's true. That's cash true. out and be out. Unless and then we ESPN has defamed us so much that it's you know. That's true. <laughs> That's true. But then we can run a podcast. We can start a whole podcast uh, based off our non-success success. Yeah. <laughs> not the underdogs. Exactly. Or not the big Samson. dogs. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh, Nate Suffield just overthrew uh receiver for interception. So that's nice. Nice. So the mm. Washington the Washington football team is going to the playoffs, it looks like. I think they're uh just you unscratch a player? Let's let's let Carson Wentz see one more interception. Yeah. Field guy in. Let's let Carson Wentz get one more uh pass out of the way. Um on oh, that'll be good. Old time sake, let me get one more in. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> just, so, I yeah, mean, uh, just send them riding off because yes. Do you yes, anticipate yes. him being an eagle next year? Um yes, because of the cap hit. Because I don't think they're gonna eat that cap hit unless he's gonna put in on it. He's he gonna drop a few mil to help, help that cap hit. Uh, is that but, legal? Um, Can he? <laughs> yeah, I know. Didn't they uh already commit to bringing Doug Peterson back next year? Yep. That's just an awkward back. situation. It is. It is. Doug's yeah. back, and um, I don't know if how he's how he might be back too. Which is everybody might be back except Jim Schwartz. And yeah. I don't know how to feel about Jim Schwartz thing because I feel like Jim does a good job in certain spots on defense, like our defensive line. He does great with that. the The cornerback thing, it's not his not his wheelhouse. He's always had a good defensive line. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Especially with the um, Lions when he had Sue sure. and Fairly. Yeah, for sure. Um, Eagles fans have like had this were on red, had this weird reverse of like, man, we'll never get a guy like Jim Schwartz again. Like, what is this? Um, Jim Schwartz, <laughs> the greatest defense coordinator you've ever seen, uh, because yeah. he's retiring. Like, what are we doing? Come on now. A, a lot of people love Jim Schwartz out there. A lot they of football do. people do. I have a love hate with him. I love him sometimes and then i hate him when it's third down and i know a blitz is coming and the defense goes blitz is coming and it goes yeah. for 60 yards it's like mm, who could have guessed that jimmy isn't he the one that chased down the coach for the handshake Harbaugh? yes yes yes, yes. I, I love it I what love a weird it. moment what a weird <laughs> moment man jim harbaugh is such a strange guy you just oh since we're on the college football show uh shout out to michigan fans for uh, that jim harbaugh looming extension coming Oh wait, is is that coming for real? I saw someone see uh, uh CFB about that yesterday. Were like, there's optimism about a about a um optimism about a uh a extension. I'm like, I don't know who's optimistic about it, but I hear yeah, you. But that's the weird thing is that they're the ones who are optimistic about it. Everybody wants. I like I've been saying all along. I think everybody wants Jim Harbaugh in Michigan, except for Jim Harbaugh. <laughs> but he doesn't want to <laughs> like, let, let me, down Jim, the, the like, Michigan. They're like, let me. Let me go. Yeah. Let me go. No, no, you're gonna stay here forever. <laughs> you think it's an act of hate at this point? Like someone in Michigan just hates him and like you're not going anywhere. You're yeah, like he, he told the wrong person he wants out. Like that's right, right. Yeah. yeah, somebody with a grudge. Yeah, and now they're just making it like they're calling his bluff. Do it. Say you don't yeah. want to come. Say you don't want to come <laughs> back, Jim. Say it. Yeah. 
Don't don't say it, Jim. Go ahead, just, just say it. I'll make you the richest man in the world, but <laughs> <laughs> it's like those uh in those movies where like somebody's getting tortured and like they have to give somebody they care about up. Like just say just say the name. Yeah. Just say the name, Jim. Yeah. Like, no, I won't say the name. That's all you have to do. You can make this up whenever you want. It's one of those evil situations. Yeah. <laughs> so, press yeah, the button, uh-oh. man. Press the button. Press, just press the button. All you have to do is press the button. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> Terrible, man. <laughs> I know how state fans are ecstatic. Uh, yes. I wonder yeah. how long the streak can go. Like, before he accidentally gets a win. He's got to accidentally win one eventually, right? What do you mean? He's got to accidentally beat Ohio State at some point, right? Oh, for us? Uh, no, I'm saying, I'm saying, uh, Jim's got to accidentally beat Ohio State eventually, right? Oh, he stays you're for so, oh, years. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, dear God, I feel like it. Back. That's where this threw a pick. Lord have mercy. It's Throw still 17 14. Good. Throw God. this game in the trash. Dude, this is the first time I've watched it since, like, maybe right after <laughs> halftime. Oh, my God. The Bucks, the Bucks, are somebody's going to come in here, going to come to one of these teams and just roll somebody in the first round. Good Lord, they are. It's going to be dark. Unless it's the Giants, though, because I just feel like the Giants, uh, I don't know, there's something something weird with that. Joe Judge, that Joe Judge Juju. Oh, okay. I, I really like Joe Judge. I mean, I, I feel like uh, I've said that before. I said that before the season that um, oh, just I from said, what? Them, yeah. Yeah, I think we were both high on Yeah, because I'm like, I don't know what Joe Judge is going to do. He's the only one that's, he's the only coach that scares me because I've never seen him before. Kind of terrified yeah. of him a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Little Dino I mean, Doug would be the scariest coach in the division for me. I, I feel like you gotta be somebody. You gotta be something. Uh you, you carry some type of aura around you if you hop from special teams coach to head coach. I think special right. teams coach was like the big like his largest title, and he was only yeah. for one or two right. years, and that man made himself into a head coach. And so exactly. That, the that football guy brings something that to the table. Yeah, because I, I didn't realize, you know, that's what John Harbaugh was. Special teams. Coach oh, special teams. Came. Yeah, I didn't oh, know that. And there's a there's there's a fumble. This what is this football game right now? <laughs> it's not even raining anymore. Oh, is this? I can't tell. This is incredible. This is an incredible display of football from the NFC East. National <laughs> national national spotlight for the NFC East. I'm sorry. Hey, we can get what back a way football. for the end. Uh... It is, this is the perfect I mean, way. This is yeah. He couldn't even pick the I mean, snap up. I mean, it was a bad snap. Like, he couldn't even scoop it. Yeah, this is just like this Jameis is, Winston throwing a uh, you know <laughs> one final interception. Yeah, one, one final, final interception. Six. Yeah, it was a pick six. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's true. I'm sorry. We can get back on topic now. We've been all um, around the place. Yeah, we have. Uh, are you gonna actually edit keep, this? Or are you gonna leave all this in, dude? I'm. I might just keep this in. I might trim it a little it. bit. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but, I uh, it. leave it in. Um, let's see. Uh, oh, well, I wanted to get back on. Uh, I'm not even off the coaches thing yet. I want to go oh, yeah, to on me. to what Ryan Day said. Uh, oh, what did he say? I missed his comments. Well, um, it was just him uh, alleging Clemson or Mike Ven- Venables. You haven't seen that? No. What do you? What you about? Oh, uh, he said that. Um, Talking about Brian Mike Venables, he said uh, he's a really good coach or whatever. Um, he said it's it's uh, he has a lot of success over there, and it's just kind of odd to me um, 
or it's just really impressive how his team, his defense is always able to fall into the right play uh, almost by every play. And he said, uh, and then he just came out with it. He said, so yeah, uh, you know, there's a lot of people who think they're stealing signs or we think they're stealing signs. Ooh. Something like that. Like straight up called him out and I loved it. Yeah. It, it rang a little light bulb into me uh, off in my head and um, I'll go on about that. But uh because I think there's some substance to it. But I just really loved how he threw it out there. Didn't care. And this is after, you know, Dabo's already brought about, you know, his stuff. So yeah. he fires back Brent at Venables. Brent Venables, by the way. Yeah, Brent Venables, my bad. Um, <laughs> Mike Venables. Yeah, I started saying Mike with uh, it's cool. us, yeah. uh, Tennessee. Um, but, oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, but I loved how he just threw it out there on the table because if it is – indeed like is true i feel like that puts you on your heels a little bit as you know a defense coordinator and you're getting you know called out right. for uh stealing signs and you're like right. oh crap and so now you think like oh they know or they're prepping for that so i'm sure ohio state like switched it up uh probably you know switched it up at halftime and did something different that wasn't on film mm-hmm. like when it came yeah. to rela- relaying uh signals right 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 yeah. Oh, like Clemson's last two playoff appearances defensively have been some ugly displays. They've been some ugly displays. The LSU game last year, which granted, but they maybe were, that was just one of the greatest. Winning. They and, were until, and then they all of a sudden it was just it was just pain. So I feel like I may be wrong about this. I feel like Ed Orgeron. Or uh, somebody from like Joe Burrow, somebody said from LSU said in an interview after like the game, mm-hmm. um, they addressed that. They said, "Yeah, uh, they were like, how were you able to uh, turn it? You know, um, turn yeah. the game around, like switch momentum." And he and somebody said, "Oh, like, oh, uh, you know, we made a lot of adjustments uh, in the ways how we uh, relayed our calls." Something oh, like really? that. I'm on the lines of that. I may be yeah. wrong, but I feel now that I'm thinking about it, yeah. Uh, yeah, I feel like I've read that, or that was in the headlines. That's very interesting. Yeah, if they want a playoff game next year. We can go ahead and make this fact, right? Uh, <laughs> if, they, yeah. if it happens to them again next year, we yeah, can go ahead and exactly. make it law. Yeah. <laughs> but um. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, I I think it has substance because when he said that, um, I was like, actually, now that I think about it, that's that's true because every time, um. The reason why those Alabama Clemson games were so great and so entertaining is because, and the reason why Alabama was able to pull off those victories is the plays we did it that were non offensive plays or that were these like crazy offensive plays that we made. But because Clemson was playing great defense, like uh, you can, I swear you can go back and look at it, but um, when it comes to calling an onside kick, surprisingly, uh, or getting a kickback, uh, pump back, um, pick sixes, fumble recovery, stuff like that. Those were big momentum swingers, and uh, uh, you know, yeah. for Alabama in those games. And when right. we did make the plays OJ Howard coming yeah. out party, yeah, exactly. Yeah. OJ Howard, like somebody who was not used all year. So I mean, it, it makes you think. Um, I mean, I think Clemson's great, like what they've been doing over there. And I also, but I find it suspicious. I think it's. Uh, it's more I, – I find it very likely um, without, you know, any investigation okay, yeah. or anything. But I, the reason why I find it even more likely is because I think it's weird how Brett Venables 
is uh, how comfortable he is over there. Because if he is, which I would argue, um, especially if he's not stealing signs, the best defensive coordinator in college football right now, and he's been there, like, been that for a while, and he's had all these chances to get interviews to be a head coach, and I don't, I don't even think he's taken the interview. He's expressed no interest yeah. in leaving Clemson. Well, in fairness, Kirby did that for what? How long was Kirby with Saban? About 10, 15? Yeah, that is true. Um, you know, 2007 yeah. to yeah. – yeah. I know he yeah. did He did turn down his alma mater. I think Kansas State is where he went, and they wanted to talk to him. He was like, no. Kirby? But I'm also like – yeah, it's also Kansas State, and if I was at Clemson, I wouldn't be trying to go coach at Kansas oh. State either. I would I would want to take a hotbed job like a Georgia, like Kirby did. Even that's not, if it's not my alma mater, I'd take a hotbed job before I take that kind of job. Um, yeah. Now, there's an interesting but, article about this that I found. Okay. Okay, this is on 11warriors.com. I don't know if what if that's a school site or anything, but it had the Ryan Day comments. But uh, apparently, Pat Forday did a piece on this on this sign ceiling thing in November. Um, really? About Clemson. Yes, yes, yes. What does it say? It and does said, it mention well, what? Uh... It has comments from Rhett Lashley. At Miami's offense coordinator said Clemson's known well for doing it. And Brian Kelly said you have to be cognizant of it and aware of it. Mentioned that same looking at alternatives such as wristbands. Um, it says, let's see. Uh, even more so than day, Kevin Wilson, I guess I think that's why I say offense coordinator. Mm-hmm. He worked with Venables when he was at he was with uh Bob Stoops, Oklahoma. And he said, Having worked with Venables for nine years, I know the way he coaches, the way he teaches, the way he leads those guys the way his kids play and the way the defense plays. So you've got your hands full. So don't know what that means, but. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm yeah, I don't saying. know what that means. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, but I'm saying there is there has been smoke on this fire. I want to go see yeah. the full Pat Forty, art, Pat Forty article, but, yeah, there's smoke, in this, there's smoke around here. Yeah, and I get it. Thing. Uh, yeah. Stealing signs is a part of the game, but also. I was wondering, I was going to ask, how prevalent do you feel like that is? So I think it's very prevalent, but I think – the ways in which they do it. I don't know how, I got how you. prevalent it is. And yeah. I think the most prevalent ways of doing it is in game is I'm pretty sure you've got somebody up in that booth, uh, you know, next to these coordinators uh, and that's all they're doing is just watching the other sideline right. with binoculars pretty much. Right, and so they're probably right. doing it in game and trying to figure it out, but, and you're probably trying to figure it out uh in game film too, um, mm-hmm. you know, because uh, I'm sure you can see those coaches uh, in the background in game film. Right. But if you're doing sneaky, but you could be one of those programs out there if you're pulling some Bill Belichick, you know, Spygate type of stuff or whatever. Right. So right. I don't know. Are you overdoing is the question. Like it's something that yeah. takes place, but how much are you doing it? Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's like because the thing in baseball. It's like there's a level to this, like certain level. Okay. Certain far. Sometimes going too far. With, like with yeah. baseball, like like you're just doing too much with the trash cans and your possible buzzers on your chest. Yeah, um, exactly. Houston. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and so I, yeah, I should probably make that clear is that I would not be mad um at Clemson at all if it was just hey, they're really good. They got some pretty top notch dudes up in those booths, and they're just really good at picking up on signals. Right. Like they're just really right. smart. And I'm like, that, that's fine. They're you know they pick up you know uh that's part of the game but if they're doing some sneaky stuff um which i think because of so how well they're able to do it and how consistent <laughs> they do it um right. yeah they got to be doing something uh dirty yeah. it's either that it's either that or it's so prevalent 
and they're just somehow better at it than everybody else's and people yeah. are mad about that yeah you know what I'm and the theory, it's always yeah. one of those two elements yeah. yeah yeah it's one of those two for sure for sure yeah exactly but, that's just like with the whole um alabama like when people say uh oh you know y'all are cheating or alabama's cheaters <laughs> i i mean i'm not going to deny like yeah they are probably cheating college but i will argue that 99.999 percent of those programs are cheating and the ones is, who aren't are just because they can't afford to <laughs> it's high level college football yeah like, exactly wasn't a dude wasn't the lsu booster stealing from the hospital and that was happening a children's hospital bro <laughs> embezzling from the children's he was from a children's to pay hospital that he's a CEO his father of. Yeah. Like, what are we doing, bro? What is yeah. this? What is this sport? Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> but yeah, it's 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 messy. And um, yeah. I will say that uh, I had another, I forgot my point. I was gonna go somewhere, but I forgot it. Because getting caught up in the LSU thing because that story just shook me <laughs> so much. I was dead when I saw that story. Um, yeah. Sign stealing. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember what it was. We can move on. Oh, okay. Come back to me. If it does, I just blurred it out. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. Well, that's all we do. Yeah, um, absolutely. So uh, what were your th- overall thoughts of Ohio State-Clemson game? Um, I didn't expect Ohio State to beat them like that. I was mm-hmm. really shocked when I saw the score at halftime. And um, I was kind of thinking Clemson was going to get back into it early in the second half when they saw Ohio State. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think I texted you, there's a tweet ready in the NTE drafts. You'll know when to send it. Yeah, because <laughs> I set it up at work and I had it in the drafts just in case, in case the choke began. And then I think Ohio State got into the top, went down and got touched. And I said, okay, never mind. Scratch yeah. that tweet. <laughs> yeah, um, I was impressed though, man. That was, the, I mean, that's clearly the best Ohio State's looked all year. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it says more about the time off that they needed to try and figure some things out offensively mm-hmm. that they were still trying to figure out. Because I mean, when you look at the Big Ten, where they traditionally like. The first four weeks is all the non-conference games. They didn't have any of that this year. So then yeah. by the time you get to midseason, they kind of figure out they're kind of running. And it's, I think most schools kind of do that too, right? The first six weeks of Alabama are not the last six weeks of Alabama. Yeah. Right. So it's kind of like one of those things. But I don't know if it was that necessarily or if it was just like they just finally got it together. Everybody got to start clicking on all cylinders. Because Fields look, that's Fields look great. Like Fields look mm-hmm. back to that form that people had him as the number two pick behind Lawrence in that game. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm high on Justin Fields too, by the way. I'm really high on Justin Fields. I don't know if you know that, but I'm super high on Justin Fields. No, I'm, um, I picked up on that. <laughs> yeah, like I just, I just like his, I feel like he's a super a hyper quarterback. He's not like, he, I don't see any panic in his game. I feel like he's mm-hmm. very calm and focused, and I like that. Um, but yeah, I, I think he looked really good. The running game, I didn't expect him to run down the throats like that. That was kind of shocking to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I like what I was saying, show defensively. Um, it was, it was it was all right, but there was some spots in there. Was dudes getting cooked? Some cooking yeah. was taking place, mm-hmm. and the cooking that took place, it was it was getting sautéed. It that cooking will be deep fried when Devontae Smith, future Heisman winner, shows up on the field. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be a deep fried session. So I, I do see some areas for concern for them. But overall, I thought they played. I mean, when you look at it last year, they were kind of dominating Clemson offensively too. Statistically, it's just they had really bad turnovers late in the game and really bad spots. They, had, they couldn't – they turned the ball over when they didn't need to. And that's why yeah. that game was like that last year. They just kind of built on that and came through and did what they had to do. Mm-hmm. You know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of the first Tebow-Alabama game. Mm. The first and second one where, where Florida won that game. They really shouldn't have won that game. Yeah. 
And then next year, Alabama came back like, yo, you really shouldn't have won that game last year. Yeah. And it reminded me of that, that a lot. Yeah, that's a great comparison. Was, yeah, yeah I was saying, came out like, nah, you sh- we, we know we shouldn't have lost to you last year. We're going to make sure we don't this time. It reminded me of yeah. that. So I, I like what I was saying, though. That was definitely a more of a, we're showing you that uh, we beat ourselves. You didn't beat us. Right. Like, right. Type of that thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> with Justin Fields, um, I think shoot staying with that same theme of uh you know not beating ourselves i think justin fields finally uh he he was finally like really thrown into the spotlight for the first time with this uh especially yeah. in the media because um like justin fields has already been he's you know come across the headlines but he mainly stays kind of like in the you know second third pages of uh you know the headlines right. when it yeah. comes to college yeah. football and I haven't been high on Justin Fields um, in a, in a manner of filled with potential. I think he could easily be number one, number two quarterback uh, in the draft. Right, um, right. Right. And he could be turned into a great NFL QB. It was just that I just thought there was, you know, the people who, who were really hype on them. I just didn't see why, like where that hype was yeah. coming from, because yeah. even though he was calm, cool and collected, that made me question even further why he would make the decisions that he made. Because um, uh, oh, yeah. I, I don't he know was, if that's even he a had good... some of those. He had some of those this year, some of those like, Yo, why do you why do you throw that ball? Yeah, passes, exactly. You know, yeah, but, for sure. My thought on him is pretty much shaping into a, but it's going to be higher. But um, he kind of reminds me of a Justin Herbert. Like he may just turn out mm. to be like this Justin yes, Herbert type of guy who, person. yeah, because um, and, another dude like they're built the same, their games a lot uh the same, right. but they just beat themselves more times than not. So I think yeah. Justin Fields came out and proved that uh you know he can actually uh he can beat the other team and he right. cannot beat himself. Yeah, and I think it helps that. I think another thing with them is like I don't think he has the receivers that say he, the thing happens to Herbert comparison. They don't have the receivers that say like Tua and Mac Jones and Trevor Lawrence does either, right? Yeah. Like Ohio State and Oregon aren't really getting those elite. They don't have well, Ohio State has gotten them. They don't have those elite like ridiculous mutant receivers mm-hmm. like a T Higgins, like a like a um Jerry Judy and stuff like that, right? Bro, so they're all doing... filled with a bunch of uh Michael Ginn uh. With a bunch of Ted Ginn Juniors, bro. That's yeah, who they're yeah, filled with, exactly, bro. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that with with what um Fields does there, it's like I think part of it. Well, in that at the Big Ten Championships first game, I really watched watched them this year because I was I've seen them a little bit, but that's first time I like really sad just watched the full game. And like dudes was running the wrong routes on him. Like he mm-hmm. threw a pick because dude, he threw one pick because dude ran an out route, and instead of coming back, he ran upfield and feels like he was gonna stay right there. He just turned mm-hmm. upfield. And it was like, why, where are you going? <laughs> it yeah. was like, why, why are you doing that? I don't understand. So I think a lot of it is like, he doesn't have those kind of receivers that are going to do the exact right thing. So he probably doesn't trust them as much as like a Mac Jones would trust his guys. Yeah. Because I would, if I got Mac, if I got Mike Smith, I'm, I'm trusting them with anything. Mm-hmm. Just tell me where you're going. I'm going to throw the ball to you. You know what I'm saying? I think that's part of the play. But yeah, I think that's probably why he probably tries to do too much sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some of those Indiana throws, like the one out of the sack, that didn't make sense. I don't know why he did that. But yeah. yeah I think part he's of- just, yeah. Part of me I feels think he's gonna like, look better. Oh lord, is that another turnover? Let's see. This is, this is. Uh, made Alex get on the ground. I was. Oh, he got it. He got it. He got it back. He got it. I don't like seeing Alex jump on the ground, bro. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm still Stay not mentally up, there with them. Like. Stay up. I'm saying. Think we good, you got to pull it. 
Sometimes you gotta pull a cam, bro. Yeah. Cam, cam like, I'm, I ain't doing that. <laughs> yeah, making business decisions. <laughs> yeah, honestly, bro. But yeah, well, um, yeah, I think I think you're right. I thought the feel I like the Herbert comparison feels like guys that are kind of under the radar. They're good in college, but they're kind of under the radar, and then they might get to the NFL with the right team and just show out. Yeah, to me, they just look a lot. Uh, they look very similar too on yeah, the field, yeah. um, and just in their stature as well. With so yeah, Justin Fields that really surprised me. Um, his performance, I thought he was going to have a pretty good performance, and I think it would be like that. Do that right, right? Yeah, lead a six hundred um, yard offense. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But a lot of that was also due to Trey Sermon, who's an absolute yes. uh, grown man. <laughs> yes, Trey was say Trey was woo. Lord, Trey was not playing with them at all. Exactly. Trey um, was not playing with them at all. That's the other I just, thing. I think, I think a lot of people, not you, but I think a lot of the SC fans still think Ohio State's getting those, like, big corn-fed slow dudes mm-hmm. on the line. But, like, they stopped doing that when Urban got there. Yeah. They, they've been recruiting the, the traditional, like, the more, like, faster, stronger offensive linemen who aren't just, like, they got the combination of speed and strength, not just the – big Nebraska type dudes that can't move like that. Yeah. And I feel like people still have that narrative of Ohio State a little bit, which is kind of weird because Ohio State did win the first CFP. They did mm-hmm. win the first uh ice cream cone trophy. So I feel like people kind of had that narrative. But I think they kind of remind people that like nah we we here. We got that. We got a little bit of everything. Yeah. Well that game and their performance, yeah. um it pretty much reminded I mean it it made me think of uh a lot about Alabama, Ohio State in that first CFP yeah. uh, championship yeah. game and they just brought I mean Trey Sermon busted down onto the scene like Ezekiel Elliott did a lot of this didn't yes. even know about Ezekiel Elliott or took him that seriously um, until he put up that performance uh, now a lot of that I think is due to the fact that uh, that's where Clemson got hurt that's where they got exposed was in their secondary and the line pack right. backing position just looking slow to me um, especially right. with homeboy, I can't even th- think of his last name. Uh, it sounds like some Russian dude. He tackles like a Russian. Um, so he gets he thrown out. like a Russian is a funny phrase. I don't I know feel what like means, that, I feel like that's how they would, you know, I feel like they would target. Like they would, oh, okay. they just oh, go okay, head okay, first. Okay. They don't care. Yeah. 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 Um, I saw some people, I saw what specific Clemson fans didn't like that targeting call. And like when I saw somebody put a side by side of that hit and the hit that got Ron Shazier paralyzed. Yeah. I'm like, okay, was, you got to flag that. Just for player safety, you got to flag that. Like, you can't yes, be hitting people like that. Exactly. Like, like, even if it's was, not targeting, you're risking your own health, bro. That's flag. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that it. was, I mean, that was textbook uh, form of targeting. Like, you could yeah. outline him out and put him in, in a freaking right, handbook right, right. for it. But uh, so that's where they got exposed it was um, with the play action, I think. Or mm-hmm. not the play action, but the play run option. Yeah. So uh, – The RPO. And that's what – Yeah, the RPO. So um, that's what scares me, uh, yeah, as an Alabama fan, is that RPO is looking good. Yeah. But at the same time – Steph Curry fans with – I'm sorry. Steph Curry fans with 62 points tonight. Uh, nice. <laughs> with the dub? Yeah. Oh, okay. But uh, – yeah. <laughs> Shout out Steph Curry, but yeah. So that's what, we got to talk about how he how he cooks Dame Lillard, but that's another story. Yeah, continue. I'm so yeah, just, RPO, yeah, RPO exposed. RPOs, yeah, yeah, RPO exposed him. I think because yeah. Trey Sermon, um, what he did was very impressive. The performance, I mean, all those yards also came to uh, that 
the, that linebacking core was not in the position where they were supposed to be right. uh, once he hit right. the secondary and got through the hole. Um, right. And then that secondary is terrible. Um, like I said, they're not the it's fastest not secondary out there, too, all. so it's not yeah. like they're going to get them. Right, right. Um, I think one thing I'm looking at, just to look ahead briefly, one thing that doesn't – you know, he's not even looking ahead that far. Thinking about the the brief timeline between – the brief gap between the playoff games and the – that championship game, like usually, is it's long. It's a longer break between the two, usually, right? I don't feel like the break yeah. was long this year. And I think yeah. I went that played a part because you couldn't game plan the way you normally could. Like normally, I you get a month to look part, at yeah. the team. You get a month to look at the team. It's like okay, you got to come here and get some new stuff. Or are you gonna get smoked? And mm-hmm. even with the semifinal games, like they're always kind of a the semifinal games have had like two close games. I think total. I think last year was one of them. Uh, Ohio State Clemson last year, and there was one other one that I can't remember. But most of these semifinal games are are just beatdowns. Yeah, typically. that's why I can't get up for these. Uh, you know, eighteen playoffs. Everybody's you know crying it for doesn't, now. It doesn't make sense, bro. It really to doesn't. me, if you want to extend it, what makes the most sense to me, and I've said this on with Chris uh, yeah. on the pod, but um, make it six teams, and you give n- number one and two one and two a bye. Bye. Yeah, you give yeah. one. You got to have an incentive, and two, we know right. like one and two is usually the most superior teams. Um, exactly. So, yeah, give one and two the bye, make three play six, play, four play five. Right, right. Because, like, everybody wants this parity thing, but you're not the, – the top – man, college football, there's parity and there's a disparity at the top of it. This just is what it is. Like, there's nothing you're going to do about that, right? Like, yeah. there's a large disparity about who's going to do what at the top level of college football. And yeah. You're going to have some combination of the four to five schools that get mm-hmm. in there, and one of them is going to smoke the other one. You get a wild Pac-12 school that gets dominated, or mm-hmm. you get a wild, um, a wild. You get a wild Pac-12, Big 12, or Notre Dame, right? That's what <laughs> that's what it is basically. Yeah. So I think it's just it's it's the expanded playoff thing is not something I'm gonna go for ever. It's just it's not gonna it's not gonna do anything that people want yeah. it to do. It's really not. Because then now, somebody I, else is gonna get snubbed, and they're gonna be like, oh, we need to let 16 in here. It's supposed to get snubbed, and this is going to keep expanding. It's just stupid. Like, no. Yeah. Y'all never no. going to be satisfied. I think people need to accept the fact you will never be 100% satisfied in a sport, in a flawed sport where, like, you have divisions by conference. Everyone's not playing the same. Everyone's not playing the same football. You know what I'm saying? There's too so many you, teams. You're never going to be, yeah, you're never going to be satisfied. You just need to accept yeah. that fact. Yeah. I mean, but. Is we could argue, we could sit here and argue that March Madness isn't even really the fairest uh, right. way to go about right. things of deciding <laughs> who's the best. You get one game. Um, exactly. But I mean, there's just too many teams out there in the NCAA. Yeah. 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 But with uh, Ohio State, Clemson, uh, yeah. So Clemson got exposed defensively and offensively, they got, they got exposed on, on their weakest link was their offensive line. Uh, right. They had a really hard time holding back. Uh, I mean, they really had a hard time uh, gaining a lot of yards on the ground, period. Um, and yeah. they didn't let and Trevor that's when escape Clemson's, a lot either. Yeah, and that's when yeah. Clemson's gone bad the last couple of years, when they can't run the ball like they need to or they mm-hmm. choose not to because they just kind of abandoned the running at LSU a little bit with ATS. Yeah. They didn't really get stopped. They just abandoned it. And then this game, they just couldn't do it. And if they can't run the ball, they don't have the receivers just air it out all day. Like, they yeah. don't have those threats like that. And you like said, they don't have the offensive line either, so. Yeah, yeah, it's they weird were getting that to Trevor a lot. They were getting to Trevor a lot. Their uh, their play calling took Etn out of the Heisman running because uh, you know he's a big Heisman favorite, right? And right, yeah, they didn't get him they involved, like him. involved enough. They they don't like him. Yeah. It's been four years. I mean, they just don't give my man nothing. Hey, <laughs> you can't 
I'll spin it for him though. Um, they they just want him to hold up in the NFL, you know. That's true. They're yeah. sparing his legs for the league, which is good yeah. for him. It's good for him for sure. <laughs> Definitely good for him. But yeah, um, I think it covers that. You want to move on to see your man Brian Kelly? Um, I do sure. Have here. Yeah. Well, we go, go. I mean, with Brian Kelly, it's just whatever. You got to find a positive out of something, you know. He's he's out here trying to be, uh, you know, he's the Jesus of Notre Dame, like Dabo's the the Jesus of bulletin right. board material. Um, Brian Kelly, he's also over, over there in Notre Dame having to turn <laughs> nothing into oh, something. Yeah. <laughs> Brian Kelly's like, I just don't get, I don't know why you guys are running with this narrative that we can't compete in these games. Mm-hmm. And then ESPN puts up the graphic in the article, like with all their double digit losses since two thousand. Yeah, <laughs> like he had, a, I think. The smallest deficit was 14. It's like the smallest deficit they've had. Oh, wow. In, in one of these games since 2000. Like, then Notre Dame is like what Oklahoma is in these situations. Except Oklahoma's actually competed in these games before. Mm-hmm. Like Oklahoma and Georgia went, what, double overtime before Georgia pulled that game out? Something like that. Yeah. Notre Dame out here just getting smoked. Yeah. Regularly. Like, I'm sticking to it. It makes me laugh. <laughs> I truly enjoy it because you know I'm not a Brian Kelly guy in general. Yeah, I just truly enjoy watching them get smoked, and I think we all knew what was going to happen. I also think Alabama took mercy on them and decided not to hang as many points as they possibly could on them because they didn't have to. Yeah, I think they got real early that we don't have to do this much to them. Because one thing about Alabama, man, and especially in the first round of the playoffs, they don't really be trying to hang a bunch of points. They just kind of get to their mark and stop. Mm -hmm. Like um, I remember the Washington game. What was it? Twenty-four to zip. They just kind of hung out there, like, okay, cool, we can stay right here at 24, and they're not going to do anything about it. Yeah. Um, yeah this, we do that they're unless friendly. you gave us bulletin board material. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And very few teams are going to be stupid enough to try that without them. So, yeah. Just kind of keep them as happy as possible. Exactly. Um. So, yeah, I, I, think, I feel like Alabama took mercy on them. And once, I think I told you, I told you all fair, once um, Najee Harris went 97 yards. Uh, once it went 97 yards in three plays in five plays, I said, okay, cool. There's nothing's going to happen here and went to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> it was, it was, I don't need to see anything else. I know I know how this game's going to end, end. Yeah, it was a really odd game. Um, I think it was more of a strategy move. Um, mm-hmm. I wouldn't call it mercy. I would just say they don't want to show – You don't need to show everything, right? You yeah, you don't want to show everything. everything. Yeah, yeah. Be- because uh, definitely, too – if they were smart and kind of looking ahead, which of course they wouldn't admit to it, but you got to kind of look ahead, I think for this and anticipating, especially I'm sure they probably anticipated Ohio state and you got it. We're going to have to have some tricks in the bag, I believe against Ohio Mm -hmm. state, because um, if we still had Jalen Waddle and if we still had Landon Dickerson, then that's when I would definitely be full blown, uh, you know, all the smoke, whatever, I'd be rapping Drake. But, uh, yeah, but with those two pieces missing, especially Landon Landry Dickerson going down, and that offensive line was looking really suspect. Um, there was verbal, uh, you know, uh, yelling, confrontations mm-hmm. going on out on the field. Oh, I'm sorry, what was the verdict uh, on uh, Landon? He got hurt in the SC Championship, right? Yeah. Uh, what the, he's, he's done done? Yeah, he's done. Okay. Cause I, yeah. I, mean, I meant to check up on that, and I, I never did. Yeah, um... Actually, I can't even remember what it was. I'm, I believe it was the ACL. Um, okay, I remember he got but, carted off. So yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, he's so he's out for the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. So uh, 
yeah, there was definitely, um, I would say we were probably, I really think it's an overstatement um, of us. I think it's really weird that everybody's on the boat of, uh, oh yeah, it's fine. Like, you know, they were going to kill them. Everybody's like carrying the same narrative as you were. And I'm not saying it's, you know, an agenda or narrative like, in we all sense. we all just hate Notre Dame. We all just created we all cre- we created all the all Notre Dame's blah blah. Yeah, I think that's what decade. it is. I think it is more yes. of the you know just hate of Notre Dame and them just we saying, made like, up all yeah, those they took losses. it easy on you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, to me, I mean, I, the reason why I kept watching uh, all four quarters of that game is because I I thought we looked really suspect in some areas, mm. and I think Ohio State is the perfect team to expose them. That's very interesting. This is such a stark turnaround from about because I remember our last live show weeks ago, Levi. Our last yeah. live show of 2020 at Butler Productions yeah. Multimedia. You were on the I want all the smoke. I don't care who you put in there. I put mm-hmm. I got money on Alabama versus anybody. But you weren't thinking Ohio State was going to be there, were you? You were thinking no. something was going to happen and they wouldn't be in they wouldn't be in this situation. They wouldn't be in well, this spot. Uh, so yes, I, I hate, I fear Ohio State. That I you think do. that's our one Achilles heel, and um, it's the Landon Dickerson thing. And then two, watching Ohio State struggle against Northwestern, uh, that looked like a freaking D two school out there, uh, size wise compared to <laughs> the guys on Ohio State. I, yeah. I was like, okay, this team does not have it together. Um, we'd be fine. Like, I, I, right? They would be one yes. of those. Oh, they have the great potential the perfect pieces to expose us but are they executing yes. it no we would right, um, right, right. beat them in that area but now after seeing that blowout against clemson it makes me worry i'm worried I i'm still I riding it. with alabama but i'm worried of course you're a little you you don't expect it to be like a, a, a walkthrough oh no no and i think minus eight is way too uh way too far apart on that spread uh, yes uh, whew, that's heavy that's really and, heavy. Yeah, everybody out there, if you're better, go bet. Put your money on Ohio State. Yeah, yeah. and I'm like, like I said, I'm with you. I'm not. I wouldn't bet against Alabama in this game, but I wouldn't be surprised if Ohio State competed at least at the very least. It's hard for me to pick against that off the Alabama offense. This is such a machine this year. It has been, but, but like I said, that without the center, it does make me worried. Yeah, because, it hurt. That helps. Because one thing about Ohio State, they keep a good defensive line. They've kept a they, good defensive line. That's, yeah. that's been the thing they've, they've done consistently. So, like, they, can, they lost Chase Young, and they're still scary. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I mean, going in Cle- against Clemson just... isn't the best sample because uh, Clemson's O-line has struggled uh, this year. Right. But, I mean, they dominate. I mean, they were having a hard time moving the ball on the ground and through the air just because they were right. constantly in the backfield. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, so it's, it's, it's going to be – I think it's going to be a very competitive game. I think it'll be much more interesting. Um, I'm not uh, – I'll say winning would surprise me a little bit, but it wouldn't be, like, the deepest shock. You know what I'm saying? It'd be like, oh, wow, they really pulled that yeah. out. Huh. Yeah, it it wouldn't surprise me. And the reason uh, – to add another layer of it, along with uh, just our traditional struggles against Ohio State and an RPO uh, type of offense and with a Justin Fields type of quarterback, oh, and a Trey Sermon type of running back, right. um, what really worries me is that a person that really stuck out to me and has stuck out all year to us is Dylan Moses. And we hate it because we all love Dylan Moses. I love him, but he has not been the same since the injury. He's just not fast enough. And Mm. um, Notre Dame got some pretty big plays offensively in the second half. Um, 
and they were Dylan Moses's fault. Like you see the only person there um, in the you know radius of the person is Dylan Moses and he's trying to track him down and he can't. Right. So uh, I think, you know, if our D line doesn't get plugged the holes and our linebackers aren't in the right areas, I think we're going to get, get yeah. exposed if they, yeah, and they're and- going to go up the middle on us. Yeah, and I think again, like I said, with the the lack of, and I know typically the time between championship and the, the time between championship and the and the, the playoff time, time between first semifinal and championship is usually the small, but like the small gap does. I'm not even in the camera. I just realized that the small <laughs> the small gap in time does affect the way um, the advantages Saban can create. I think I, we both said like Saban with months to prepare, you're probably in trouble if he's got months yeah. to prepare for you. It's gonna be a problem. But this like two week thing where it's like it's not a or what week and a half, week and a half, two weeks, whatever. Week and a half. Yeah, week and a half. It's not a lot of time to really just settle in and lock in on what you want to do. You kind of it's not a lot of time to just completely look, this is what you're going to do. This is how we're going to play it. You don't have much time anymore. Now you just kinda you kinda gotta go your principles that you've already set. You can't really mm-hmm. embrace anything new too much because it's not enough time to get it to drill it in. So I do think that helps Ohio State with their offense. And, like, unpredictability on offense has always been Alabama's Achilles heel, right? Mm-hmm. Like, unpredictability has always been a problem. It's a problem for anybody, but it's, like, glaring for them because they don't have many weaknesses defensively. So they've always been such a solid defensive team. So, like, anytime you have the element of impro- improvisation, um, it does create problems for Alabama's uh, defensive abilities. Yeah, it so does. I, I think- and. Yeah, I think uh, this creates a, it does create a threat that I think people are going to are overlooking a little bit with that minus eight number. I, th- I do think it's being overlooked a little bit. Yeah, it is. Um, the only reason why I wouldn't say Ohio State definitely – I wouldn't take them winner uh, straight up is because our biggest – their biggest weakness is in accordance with our biggest weakness. So their wide receivers against our secondary um, – if they had the same right. caliber of wide receivers that we had on the field, and I would say Ohio State all day. But yeah, since I'd say we do have the upper hand in the secondary a little bit, that that gives us this very small edge. Yeah, yeah, I think I think that's what the edge is too. Actually, yeah, I think I think that battle on both sides of the edge because I mean Sean Wade's a good cornerback. Sean Wade is not a Devonte Smith stopper because they haven't created one of those in college football yet. Mm-hmm. So. Um, I don't know what their plan is defensively. I hope mm-hmm. they got some zone principles. I think they're gonna pray on that pass rush zone and play and pray for pass rush, right? That's about mm-hmm. the best you can hope for. And pray that Najee Harris doesn't go stupid on you because that could also happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like you could you could do that and Najee Harris could just go win uh MVP. Yeah. You know? Um I think we're definitely gonna have to play, I think we're gonna come out playing max protect like we did against um Florida. Um, and yeah. we're gonna have to, we're just gonna have to use. I hope Sarkeesian has uh tricks up the sleeves because I think we're gonna have to use players in different ways. Um, yeah. and some players that we haven't really used a lot. Uh, right. we're gonna have to get, get creative also to have this edge. And uh, yeah. what c- kind of makes me nervous is that um, nobody's yet to find a way to beat Devontae Smith. So I don't know what if this is you know, no, maybe it's finally, maybe it's finally it. time. Yeah, exactly. Fair, uh, and fair. you know, you have that Heisman curse because Devontae Smith will have the Heisman. He will. Um, walking and, I'm, into, and we're both here for it. We are a wide yes. receiver Heisman podcast. Yes, exactly. Yes. Um, anybody oh, but, I'm, I'm basically anybody but the quarterback. Yeah, this I point. had this thought come come in my mind, and I'm I'm apologize if I've said this to you before, but um, I just want to say on behalf of the University of Alabama, 
you're welcome, Titus. As one, as a resident hater of Heisman winning QBs, all three of our Heisman winners we have produced have been non-QBs. And you're that's welcome. true. That's true. That's, that's, yes. I thought about that. Thank yeah. you. Thank you, Alabama. I appreciate Two running it. backs and a wide receiver. Yeah. And I think they're that's like, you point. know, I, they may be the only ones, I think, is, that is are non-QBs. Is this going to be the first wide receiver since Desmond Howard, even though Howard's technically like a punt return, more of a punt returner? Yeah, it is. It. That's pretty fire. That's yeah. pretty fire. I like that. I like seeing history and being able to remember it this time. Because yeah. I don't really remember the Desmond Howard one. I just remember hearing about it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, <laughs> um, I do too. Yeah. You brought up Sarkeesian. How how are you feeling about this? I know your history with coordinators taking head coaching jobs and coaching championships is not great. Yeah. Um, I'm not as somber or depressed as you would expect, as I would have expected. I'm more happy for him. Um mm. Because I think, uh, yeah, a, a lot of people who know Sark and have worked with him, they say, like, the dude's a genius. Um, and he kind of just, you know, screwed himself over uh, early on uh, in his yeah, career. Yeah, so with this, with this, he's gotten to rehab. Issues. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I I'm mean, glad, yeah. I'm glad he's got to get hire, too. I'm, I'm not as convinced on the hire because I'm just not as convinced on it. Mm-hmm. But, like... It's hard for me to judge the Alabama offense coordinator because ever since Kiffin got there and showed you how to use all the toys, mm-hmm. it's kind of like, just don't screw it up, bruh. And they haven't. Although, Brian Dayball is one that surprised me because Dayball was not that. I didn't think Dayball was going to be. No, he was not Dayball that impressive. Being, yeah, and he's gone to the NFL, and now he's like got Josh Allen as like this. He's interviewing for head coaching positions. Yeah, like <laughs> the come-up is real for Brian Dayball. Yeah. The come-up is very real. Um, I, I do. Um, I was surprised Texas actually w- got rid of Herman. I didn't think they were going to do it. I thought they'd give him another year. Mm-hmm. I was. Uh, surprised I think we were both. We were both kind of off the time Herman thing, right? Like we were kind of over his stick. Right? Yeah, because I thought yeah. something would happen by now. Right, right. So I was. I'm surprised they pulled. They pulled the trigger on that, and they made the decision so fast. Like they ain't even used. They ain't, like they was like, yeah, we got our next coach ready. Mm-hmm. It was really interesting. Um, I I wish start the best, but Texas. I feel like Texas is going to have to accept the fact that they're not going to get back. I feel like Texas and Florida State are going to be stuck in this purgatory for a while. Yeah, so I think it's a great hire just because of the pipelines he has in recruiting as well as Texas. I think it was a great hire for Texas because they long for the Vince Young days. Every single Texas fan out there is is longing for the days of Vince Young, and I think (laughs) Steve Sarkeesian can bring you back a Vince Young type of Mm. offense. Uh, Right. And so, uh, yeah, I, so I think it was a great hire in that aspect. I think he will have six, more success uh, mm-hmm. than the people who came before him, his predecessors. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But uh, they're limited to the fact that they have that governor's board that runs everything in that athletic department. Right. So, yeah. Yeah, it's too many. They got a situation where it's too many uh, high-level boosters in there trying to influence everything. Yeah. But they didn't have any infighting this time with this hire, so I guess that's nice. Yeah. One of my buddies asked me, he said, uh, dude, he was like, do you do you know how much Texas uh, likes football program is worth? And uh, I was like, I know it's, uh, you know, like over yeah. 100, 100 mil or whatever I said, but um, I, I don't know. And he was like, I, dude, I didn't know that. He was like, apparently they have the number one, like, you know, they're the most, uh, you know, uh, 
a highest worth college football program. And I was like, yeah, dude, like you're not a fan of college football if you didn't know that, bro. Yeah, like, that's why people they thought got money, bro. That's why people thought they had a shot at save because they were going to give him such a big check they couldn't turn it down. Yeah, yeah. people thought they had a real shot at that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and I mean they're spending 15 million to buy Herman out and 24 to buy the scissors out or something like that or 21. Yeah, it's some ridiculous number for both. It's a huge buyout that they're spending mm-hmm. just to get rid of somebody. Yeah, being a college, being a bad college football coach, but like it seems like the move, bro. I ain't gonna lie, dude. All my dad, like my dad and all his buddies, they talk about that all the time. Like uh, whenever a coach gets balled out, they're like, man, if I could just play. do that, you know. <laughs> just one good time. Coach just let for me a year and one get balled out. I promise yeah. you. Just let it go south. Here, pay me that money. Give me all the money. Kevin Sumlin done lived off the buyout market. Kevin Sumlin yeah. served generations of his family through the buyout market. Generational, He has built generational wealth through buyouts. That is crazy. He's out here flipping demographic statistics <laughs> yeah, well, some people flip houses kevin sumlin flips buyout markets that's, yeah. what he does. that's, that's, his, that's his hustle low-key expert <laughs> he is he is uh, him and his agent they just yeah. get bread it's crazy but yeah um i'm curious to see how it goes starkeesh which alabama people is he gonna steal he's gonna try well, to steal this stuff he's trying to steal um our wide receivers coach Oh, yeah, I get it. So I get we'll it. see how that goes. I don't know yeah. for what. Maybe offensive coordinator, like to be his little, yeah. you know, OC. So you got you to throw a promotion there, right? So yeah. OCB. I mean, they're not. You right. know, he's not going to do anything. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, he's going to call the plays, but right, he'll be there. Right, you can, you can help build the game plan up during the week. He'll have the binoculars up in the uh, yeah, <laughs> up in the booth. <laughs> so is Tom Herman going to be a game coordinator, or whatever fake position y'all get people before they get promoted, to offense coordinator? Dude. I don't know. What's that, about? What's that, what's that fake position that comes up with? Bro, consultant? Game day consultant? Even, what is bro, it? You don't even <laughs> want to know, dude. You don't even want to know. Now that you brought that up, guess who is on our camp on campus right now? Who? It comes from the state of Texas. His last job was just in the state of Texas. Who am I, who am I missing? Who am I missing? NFL. Oh, Brian? Yes. Oh, God. Yeah. I he know. did have a stint in college, though. He was a college coach for a minute. I don't want Bill O'Brien running our offense, bro. I wouldn't want that either. Honestly. I do not want him in our locker room. I don't think that's going to happen. I mean, <laughs> look, like everybody's all about, like, pretty much every time somebody gets, you know, just leaves their, uh, you know, they just get fired. They want to go to Alabama and spend some time Alabama, there just to yeah. see what like is yes. going on over there. They just someone want to described see. it as Alabama's uh, school for coaches who can't coach good and want to learn how to do other things good too, like yeah. the Zoolander quote. I'm like, that's right. That's what exactly what it is. Yeah, it's like, uh, bro. I mean, it's pretty much biblical, man. It's like, uh, yes. you know, in the Bible, uh, right? A the lady, she just uh, touched the hem of the robe, bro. I mean, she. She really needed right. like a medical operation, but really all she had to do was touch the hem of uh, Jesus and she, exactly. she's healed. So all you got to yeah. do is touch the hem of Nick Saban. It's like, and... it's like taking your trip to Israel as a Christian, right? Like your first trip to Israel. It's basically what it is. Yeah. You hang out in Alabama, you see life and see life in a new way. And then you come back restored to wherever you go next. The Mecca. <laughs> yes. Yes. It's pretty much the Mecca. It's incredible. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was Sarkeesian the best. So yeah, so how many what's the how many points? What point range do you think this guy's gonna be played in? The 40s, the 30s? 
the 40s. 40s and the 30s. One team's yeah, going to have uh, – yeah. yeah, it's going to be around there. Yeah, I can't see it being in the 20s. That'd be very shot if it hung around the 20s. It could be one of those things where I feel like maybe one of those like low scoring games till the fourth, and then it just gets crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, those are always fun. Like those like nail biters in the fourth quarter, all of a sudden the final score is 40 something to 38, 35 or something. It's like, how did this happen when it was just 20 yeah. to 6, 16? <laughs> yeah. Four exactly. Minutes? I feel uh, like I it might be that. one of those. Yeah. It might be one of those games too that I don't know. You're, you're just thinking, even though on paper, any other game you think it's over. But, uh, I mean, you don't – but it's not over. Or you just convince yourself it's not over. Right. I can see it getting like that early where it's kind of a blowout, exactly. but you're just waiting for that comeback. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Because, I mean, that's kind of how the first Ohio State Alabama playoff game went, right? Alabama's rolling them. And it's like, yeah, Ohio State shouldn't be here. And then Ohio State yeah. all of a sudden was just like, oh, we got offense. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. Okay, all right then. Yeah, um, Cardell Jones learned how to run. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. At least, at least this time, there's no Urban Meyer on the sideline that irritates you though. Ryan Day seems yes. like a decent person. Ryan Day yeah. seems a little likable, right? So far. Not yeah. Wrong. I like. I'm good with Ryan Day. Yeah. I like his scowl better than uh, you know, Urban Meyer's. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um. Yo, did you um? You know, Lincoln Riley's lost two games every year. He says like the same record every year at Oklahoma. That sounds, that sounds about right. So is he the Mark Richt of uh, Oklahoma? <laughs> somebody was like, somebody was like, Oklahoma's had to get their second loss before the playoffs, and they get into the playoffs, and they'll be all right. Baby steps. Right, right. It is funny though how like um, they finally have a defense that looks okay while also losing their two highs in the quarterbacks. Yeah, like you finally got the defense you needed for those guys, huh? Yeah. A couple years later, you finally finally got what you needed. <laughs> but they finally ran into that snag of you got to play the true freshman now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. By the way, um, Spencer Rattler does not look like how I thought he looked, and I'm just kidding at that. <laughs> I don't think any he looks like any what anybody I was thinks he looks very like. Very confused when I saw. It. I was like, oh, that's 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 a Spencer Rattler. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> Shout out to name ambiguity, ambiguity, man. Ambiguity, apparently, that's the word. Apparently, he was a pretty high-ranked uh, basketball recruit, too. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, I know that, that – I know that – Um, I think he was on one of those shows, like the, that QB1 show on Netflix. I think he was on that. So oh, I really? I knew him from there. Yes, I told me knew him from that show. I was like, okay, I always meant to watch the show. I just never did. Yeah. But I think he was on there one time. So, I guess if I would watch that, I would know. I would have been so shocked when I saw him yeah. that one time. Yeah, that sounds right. I think I, I think I knew that. I think. Yeah. So, but salute to salute to Oklahoma. You know, uh, Cusswell's winding down. The ice cream cone will be given out very soon. What's yes. your game day? Do you have a game day meal? Like, do you have game day foods you go to? Usually wings. That's a, that's I'm with that. Yeah, wings is pretty much the main. Wings one. be wings always hit. I got to be Easy in the mood lesson. for it, though. They do always hit, but I just kind of have to be in the mood. Yeah, I feel that. I feel that. Sure. I don't, sometimes, man, like, the biggest moods I get, especially during lunch and, say, I didn't have breakfast and I ate early, had an early dinner, I yeah. just want a big burger. Like, I want something Bro, that's big in my hands. I promise you, I've been craving a burger for a minute. I just haven't gotten it. Because, like, when I – the real thing with me is burgers are, like – you know, the red meat thing is a thing I'm trying to do too, too much. Mm-hmm. Like, when I do it, I can't just do, like, a regular fast food when I need to sit down and really, really enjoy it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
So yeah. I'll be having to I'm having to pick and choose where I do it. You know who's Loki? I feel like Loki underrated on the burger front. Who's that? Red Robin. I feel like the steez throws them off a little bit. Red Robin's burgers are pretty good. So it's been a very say. it's been a very long time, in my opinion, probably would change. Um yeah, but that's I just I remember it being overpriced and overrated. Nah, bro, Red Robin you got gets you the unlimited fries. It's like that's where you get the it's like I think I pay what I spend 12 for the bottomless fries of my drink and everything and my brain. Yeah. So like it's like Bizarro Five Guys. Mm-hmm. But you know, five see, guys, you're gonna spend $85 for everything. Dude, so five guys is 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 now that we're talking about this, uh, I'm not gonna bring yes. it out now, but I am actually working on a little uh side um top five. Mm-hmm. fast food burgers uh yes with like the casual dining like five guys okay, throwing yeah, in yeah. there but um dude because like i said lunch is my go-to and i go right. i tra- i'm traveling in between peachtree city and auburn um every day and so right, i have some yeah. pretty good lunch you get options. a lot of spots yeah you got yeah. a lot of, you got a lot of options but five guys is a very popular one i hit and i do spend That's a lot cool. of money for it and it's utter i mean it's ridiculous like the price is so ridiculous but is it just me or does, do they it, go up every time no it goes do they up go up every time? all the time bro okay all the time. i'm making sure make sure i'm not tripping you want you want to know how much um you go in don't even get a regular cheeseburger like a double cheeseburger right if you get right. the little cheeseburger a yeah. little fry and uh and a drink. regular a large drink is 18 dollars, bro that's insane what, I, that fills what, you up though you really don't need a regular cheeseburger that's a hack people go get the little cheeseburger see you're not wrong but i think when they because they put little in the title it makes you feel like you're not getting that much that's the thing right yeah because it says little on it's like nah i, I can't do that because i'm like i like doubles unless it's like a big like i can see a nice size on it you know what i'm saying and i may be tri- I, I actually may be tripping it it might actually still be a double. I think the little cheeseburger still is still a double. It's just not oh, really? as wide. Oh, yeah. okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I mean, it's still like good, thick. I mean, it's, yeah. it's a little bit less beef, but it's right, fine. Right, it right. gives you room for the fries. Yeah. So, um, one thing I yeah the fries see the fries are the real go to. Those fries are five guys. Dude, fries those fries, five guys are the best fries. They are hands down, hands down. Yes. You know an under a burger spot that it's not a soup, it's not everywhere, it's, it's not as spread out, but a really good burger spot I found is Burger Five. Have you had them? No, but I need to add that to the list to yeah, like Burger Five for the is stock really five. good. Yeah, Burger Five, okay. Burger Five is really dope. I think I went first I time I was is. in Orlando. I was in Orlando I went the first time. Mm-hmm. I know there's a couple in Atlanta, I think. But they they have weird they close at like six o'clock or something. They're super weird with their hours, like six or seven. Oh no, I think that's the one the oh, one of them's in CNN, the one lands in CNN Center. So they close mad early. Oh, okay. Um, there's another spot in Atlanta called Grindhouse Burgers, Grindhouse Killer mm-hmm. Burgers. It's got like this weird, it's like it's like a 80s kind of aesthetic in there, but their burgers are fire too. Well, see, my thing is I go on the Google Maps or the, the Apple Maps or the Waze Maps, and I just be Googling burger spots sometimes I'm out of town to see mm-hmm. what's going on. And I hit yeah. something different if I haven't been there before. You can yeah. find some gems that way. Well, I'm I really want to try uh I've yet to try Shake Shack. I haven't tried Shake Shack either, actually. I want to try that, and I want to try, uh, of course, in and out Yeah, I think the closest thing to Shake Shack I've had is probably Rocket Fizz in Atlanta. Is that what it's called? Okay, yeah. I think that's probably the closest thing. And they weren't bad. They were like a, a higher grade of Steak and Shake, basically. Mm-hmm. So it's not bad. You know, Steak yeah. Shake, it is what it is. I, I heard it say uh, a little bit 
better, you know, it's a better Johnny Rockets, which is pretty much like a Rocket I'm sorry, Fizz. Johnny Rockets is what I mean. Johnny Rockets is what I mean. I don't know oh, okay. Rocket Fizz. Yeah, Rocket Fizz is uh, the soda. It's the candy store. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm they, tripping. Yeah. yeah, Johnny Rockets. That's what I meant. Yeah, Johnny yeah. Rockets, yeah. Good God. At least I had the Rocket part, right? Yeah, you, you know, did. Crazy. You did. I was saying it. I'm like, I feel like this isn't the right name at all. <laughs> but I was like, I'm going to just go with it. Because he he Levi looks like he knows what I'm talking about. So I'm just ride with it. Yeah. <laughs> it was Johnny Rockets. We, we got it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah for sure. Because something about uh, Phillips Arena and all that. Yeah. Yeah. Or, yeah. Excuse me, State Farm uh, Arena. I apologize. Yeah. yeah. And um, I need to try Whataburger again. I'm, yeah. I've had it I before, had but it's been too long. And I had a bad experience with it. So mm, yeah, I tried yeah. again. I hit that and uh that yeah I had all three of those spots too for sure those spots yeah. I got hit in and out what a burger and yeah Shake Shack for sure yeah um I love the way this with burger talk I'm definitely getting a burger I'm off tomorrow I'm definitely getting a burger I don't know where from I'm definitely getting Ooh. one now it's, it's gonna be a burger day tomorrow I'm trying to think of a Did good Lagrange burger Brickhouse is decent actually I don't oh, know what, yeah, I like Brickhouse food a lot you usually get it yeah yeah Brickhouse is solid I feel like Longhorn's good Longhorn's so basic not basic but it's like lagrange basic yeah yeah like dang yeah, see i don't even really hit those spots when i want a burger i'm thinking like well of course uh charlie joseph's if i'm in the mood for that but, uh, uh my charlie joseph's opinion is not high yeah I, I mean i get it like not, people won't like yeah. it if they think it's overrated that's yeah. fine like i told there's nothing really much to it's, it it's the fact they ain't got no bacon cheeseburger option that upsets me Oh, well, I really? can't get bacon on yeah. my burger. Yeah. That bothers me. That is weird. 2020. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you have bacon options on at all. Bacon should always be an option for a burger. That is true. Yeah, You're I think that's my main thing with Charlie Joseph's. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I think, think I experienced it at the right time. I think it's like if I experienced it from childhood, I experienced it like kind of a like pre like 17 or something like that, first time I went. Yeah. So I didn't have the the allure of being a kid and going there and enjoying it. It was like um um I've had I've had burgers before. It's in the present. Yeah, it's like going. It's like a bar. It's like the varsity for Atlanta people. Yeah, that's pretty much yeah. what it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it kind of is. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah, but um, I think uh, Dairy Queen, Dairy Queen uh has an undergraded burger, and I go there a lot. You right, you're burger. right about that though. Yeah, that frame that flame broiled style is, is great. Yeah, and you can actually see the fire come from there, unlike uh, Burger King's flame broiled beef. Burger King's so so bad, it is. I tried to have Burger King burger, like, I tried to have like their fake bacon there one time. Like, this is not hidden, this is not hidden at all. Well, the thing is, like, I don't even think their you know, so called real beef is real beef, so it it doesn't taste like meat, it doesn't taste the same. It doesn't taste the same. Their crispy chicken sandwich is okay. But it's yeah. hard to mess up a crispy chicken sandwich. Yeah. And I've only had to do that because, like, it's sometimes I forget to, when I, like, if I'm, like, super hungry and I just leave a little early and I'm, like, almost going to be late to work, it's right beside work. So I just grab that and go in. Yeah. So it's easier right to manage. That. Dude, so, the yeah, croissant, which is good, too. Like, their breakfast croissant, which is, is delicious. Yeah. Burger King breakfast. is great. Yeah. Burger King breakfast is, Burger King, I feel like Burger King breakfast is underappreciated. Yeah, I, and I think that's where they probably make the, their most money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And the only difference is, like, if they had, if McDonald's had, like, hash browns like Burger King does, the McDonald's would have the edge. But I, I like the round hash browns rather than the one giant patty. I like, I like the my, difference. I like my hash browns in tot form. Yeah. Yeah, I do. I respect the difference for sure. Yeah. I mean, Wendy stole it from them anyway with the, with the tots, with the seasoned potatoes, which are just potato wedges for breakfast. 
Yeah, but th- those are good. I like that option too. That's what I'm saying. Wendy, that's what I'm saying. Wendy sold the crown with those. Oh, oh, okay. sold the crown. I thought you were yeah. saying they sold the idea. I was like, they oh no, 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 they sold the crown. Yeah, yeah. it's just it's yeah. just potato wedges. I don't know why they call them seasoned potatoes. These are just breakfast potato wedges. You're not making me feel yeah. better. I know what yeah. I'm eating. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, I, and I prefer it this way. It's a good way to start the day with some. Potatoes. It is the honey. Yeah. Look, go to Wendy's. Get you the number two. The number two is the honey butter biscuit, isn't it? I think it's like number six. I may be oh, okay. wrong, but you might be like right. Oh, no. But go in there, know. get you the honey butter biscuit combo with a strawberry lemonade and the potatoes, yes. and have a good, yeah. have a good day. You're gonna have a great day that day. I promise you, you will. We have the same breakfast order. Yeah. We do. We definitely yes. do. It's beautiful. But yeah. Um, nice. I guess we can wrap up. Yeah. How long I was gonna wrap. Then I remember this is technically your show, so I shouldn't wrap up. Oh no, you're you're good, bro. Like I was gonna say, just. <laughs> Let the conversations keep flowing. Just oh yeah, let it flow. Yeah, let it flow, and then we yeah. just, this is like a split audio. It's like a whole separate yeah. episode. Basically. Exactly. For sure. For sure. Oh no! Well, right. I guess, well, I guess that wraps Chick Fil A's breakfast name. Do what? Oh, add it. Got to respect on Chick Fil A's breakfast name, even though. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Does it taste better now that you're not there anymore? Oh, then it tastes better. Sure. Yeah. Kind of. Like it took me like it took me like six months before I realized Chick Fil A food was good after I quit. Really? Yeah, it took me a minute to realize, oh, like, wow, this is actually good. When well, I wasn't eating out of necessity anymore. In my I opinion, figured... the best tasting foods will not take it, take, uh, make it. So. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. You can freestyle your own order back there. It's beautiful. Like, freestyle yeah. your own Chick-fil-A order. Was, you can do some good things. We're just making sure I get the best, like, hottest stuff. Exactly. That's the key. Yeah. I, used to, I used to be able to make good salads there because I just get hot chicken on it. Yeah. Like, cause yeah. fresh hot chicken. I would make hot it. wraps too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's cool when we do it. Customers doing it is just being pretentious. Yeah, that's the food house order. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you remember the you remember the Chick Fil A customers that stay coming in there getting the super scram the scrambled egg cheese bowls. Dude, most annoying things ever, bro. They still they still it, yeah be doing they were so that, irritating, bro. and they be in that's there like every, every single Saturday. Yeah, it was so I couldn't stand them. They got on my nerves. Like, leave us people like got it every day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Leave us alone. What's more? Go yeah. cook this at your house. It's not that hard to cook scrambled eggs and cheese. You're just throwing our day off. And my nerves. But yeah. That's <laughs> well, I guess that wraps it up. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good rap. That's a good rap spot right there. <laughs> uh, uh, for another edition of College Football Podcast. Uh, yes, thank yes. you, Titus. Absolutely. Right. Uh, we got some got really deep in there, solved a lot of problems. We did. We got to the X's and O's, you know, some X's and O's talk. It's beautiful. We sound like, we almost sound like professionals today. Almost. <laughs> I think right, our food man. talk is the best. We're going to have to do a food podcast eventually. Yeah, we are. We yes, are. Yes, yes, yes. We sure. are. All, um, right, all right, man. Well, uh, yeah. I should probably hit the bed pretty soon. Uh, <laughs> I oh, got yeah. work. <laughs> hey, you got to work in the morning, don't you? Yeah. But right, I'm pretty right. sure I'll probably just do like a half day or something. I don't know. Okay, good, good, good. Yeah, yeah. I think I, I think I told my manager. I think I told my supervisor, "You can call me tomorrow. I'll come into work." I didn't mean that. Don't call me, please. <laughs> I really didn't mean that. Please don't call me. Uh, it was you one of the things I said because in I, a weird nice I said, mood. I felt, yeah, I like felt bad for her because I knew she was kind of she got kind of screwed last night, so I kind of felt mm-hmm. bad for her. But I told her I can't do Sundays. So I just I, just, I can't do Sundays. Sundays too much for me. Um, so I was like, <laughs> call me Monday if you need me. Good. Oh, that's my feeling bad mood, and I'm looking at Monday. I'm like, that's gonna be Monday through Saturday, bro. Don't do that to yourself. <laughs> yeah, so please, you don't call me today. Fingers yeah, crossed. hopefully. Fingers. Right. Yeah.